Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. Hello everyone and welcome to our show. Today we discuss about learning more about your customers in uh, our hard time. And I'm so excited to discuss this topic with James Wilson. How are you? I'm doing well. Great. Thank you for having me today. Yeah, it's a big pleasure. I want to learn more about this. And uh, before we start, just tell about yourself, your background and experience. Yeah, so I come um, in university, I studied economics and then really came at it with the, um, I've really always had a focus in learning more about international relations and how we can, um, the, the impact that we have on the environment. Um, and while I was at, um, while I was at Wesleyan, this, uh, my alma mater, um, I got familiarized um, with reuse and how the circular economy model um, can can be a benefit uh, to to people as well. And so I started, uh, they had reusable takeout packaging on campus. And I, I loved the idea of not having my the packaging that I use in my everyday life um, get thrown out at the end of its life. Um, it could get um, dropped off and cleaned and put back into its use, um, which was just absolutely fascinating to me. And it was uh, a joy to, to be able to help um, participate and um, avoid um, its end of life structure. And then um, post-school, um, I went, I took my economics degree and went into, um, I took it into a business route. I started working um, in tech, um, ran an event technology, online event ticketing platform um, for about four years, um, where I got familiarized with how um, the tech life cycles work, how um, you can work um, with development teams to, to learn from your customers um, and implement um, items that really um, benefit them and make their lives so much easier. And it was uh, it was such a joy to me. I've uh, latched onto that and wanted want to do um, what I can to continue to learn through that process. But um, to be able to work with those end users uh, to learn from them as to what things were difficult um, from their experience um, with our um, with our technology and um, figure out ways to continue to improve it on a, on a day to day basis. Um, so yeah, um, from there, I have recently um, gone out and launched um, Reuser, which is um, my new startup looking to help um, large organizations with dining halls um, manage their reusable containers um, with a, a tech-first approach uh, to help make it more convenient for students or for the members to reuse um, and make it easier for the organizations to, to manage their whole solution. Mm-hmm. Got it. Well, you will interesting. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, from my experience, um, when I talk to many experts uh, and they provide uh, various ways to learn customers, uh, some of them use tools, others talk to them uh, or use uh, online studies. Can you share your tools or insights how to learn customers today? I would say certainly one of the uh, it's it's really important to be engaged with your customers um, that it has to come from a customer first approach of understanding um, where who they are. Um, you need to, to have a, a very good picture of who they are holistically as to um, their size, um, what their um, how many 
whether a client is just a, a single person and working on something or like, or is an organization that is scaled out to um, include thousands of members. Um, it, it really is important to take a holistic picture and then work with them and regularly engage with them um, to understand um, how they actually use the product um, before uh, you can really uh, look to, uh, to, to scale from that. But I think that, uh, so it's, it's a, it's always a bit of tug of war of you. You don't want like a single client to, um, drive every single one of your, your feature builds. Otherwise you're going to have a perfect solution for them, but the, the next client might have, um, its own, uh, its own needs and demands. Um, but as you start to, uh, to get, uh, to listen to, to more customers, you, you might, uh, it's important to still engage with them to really know what needs they, they need to face to, to make sure that their operations um, work as best as possible um, and, to, and to continue to include those in the scope alongside some of the other things that are important to you reaching the next phase of what you need to do. Mm -hmm. Got it. Uh, can you share the technical aspect? How to reach out to them uh, and... Uh... Uh, how to ask uh, some questions because you know uh, from my experience many customers are busy they have no time to reply to the questions and it's hard to uh, take their attention uh, can you provide your way uh, for example uh, if you want to reach out and learn and get these insights uh, yeah how do you usually do it so I mean yeah that's, that's a mix um, so there's uh... There's a difference as well between um, engaging with current customers and then also engaging with uh, people that you want to be your customers. Um, so with um, some, like with my last platform, oftentimes I didn't find uh, that I needed to outreach that much because sometimes they were coming to me because there were existing issues. So oftentimes if something is a big enough issue, they will come to you and, and let you know that in your face. Hopefully, sometimes people avoid that and then then just leave. Um, but if they are well engaged and you're continuing to um, to try to iterate and talk with them about the the plans that you're making and changing, um, they um, it's always good to provide multiple avenues of connection um, where they can can go back to you uh, to continue to uh, communicate and provide um, additional information about um, what what they're currently facing, but also what might even make their life um, better, uh, even uh, even more efficient um, down the road. Um, but then also um, with people that you're engaging, um, that you want to, to bring in, a lot of times it's just it's just as simple as you need to to go to where they are. Um, so go to go to networking events to to talk with them directly there and learn. Just listen to to what their needs are and what um, what they face in their day-to-day -day that um, you think you might be able to improve on. Um, and um, so when I started Reuser, it was a lot about going um, going out to restaurants to understand what their costs were um, with um, their packaging, and then also um, talking directly to, um, to uh, universities that might be um, potential clients to understand um, how their systems work already um, and what sort of solution might be beneficial to them. Um, and alongside that, I think it also, um, it really helps to, to leverage your network in that space um, to, 
if you know people that are they're already within that um, target market that could be potential customers within within your realm of people that you already know, start with them. Start by by asking them questions, um, and always having a, a warm connection makes it easier to to have a back and forth. But um, still having that going out there and uh, helping going to where people are to, to reduce the impetus on them makes it even even easier moving forward. Yeah, valuable. Yeah, interesting. Uh, can you tell uh, what questions you ask customers? Uh, why they buy or uh, what they want to uh, get or how to improve their lives? Just uh, share some examples of questions that you might ask them. No, that's a, that's a great question. Uh, so, um, so one of them, uh, so with going out to to talk with um, other groups, we um, started by asking uh, to really understand like what their their initial costs were. We need to needed to understand what our price point could be. Um, so we um, we asked them directly about how many um, how many containers um, they might uh, how many takeout packages they might use um, in a given week. Um, we asked them um, how many how much. Uh, those containers cost um, based on the size of it. Um, and honest, that was, uh, some of the restaurants were just really open to the idea of just, just listening and just, just talking with people, engaging in their community to, to really figure out and, and help um, people on those strides. Um, yeah, um, in the, uh, in the, with customers that you're, that you're currently engaged with as well, um, oftentimes when they reach out about issues, it really, it's not just about hearing what the issue is. You you still need to be able to ask them questions back to really get to the, the heart of what the issue is. Um, so being able to to dive in and um, take that initial information, but really pose questions back to them as to um, when do you see this? Um, how is this um, how is this preventing you from from doing what you need to do? Um, really helps you to be able to to gain a a bigger picture as to help address. And what their their larger need need is, and solve it in a way that that makes them that makes them happy. Actually, not just um, slightly relieved of the pain. Yeah, you mentioned a few times uh, the word engage. You know, <laughs> I, I I often use this word when uh, someone asks me how to grow on LinkedIn, on YouTube, or any other social media platforms. I reply in you need to engage you know, to engage with the audience to reply to their questions to help them support and yeah it's similar uh, with your approaches because <laughs> you mentioned uh, probably five ten times <laughs> they were to engage uh, can you tell more about engagement uh, for example uh, uh, yeah if i understand you um, uh, learning customers from uh, restaurants i mean like uh, who are busy in restaurants uh, but you know uh, from my experience if i go to a restaurant i wanna eat i wanna <laughs> get this food uh, and yeah uh, and go away uh, how to uh, ask uh, someone um, like me uh, uh, how to improve the service or uh, what i can get much better yeah provide more insights about that yeah, so um, talking talking a little bit more about like how that that approach works. Um, it wasn't just uh, it was certainly be mindful of their time um, from the very start. Um, so um, oftentimes when like 
I I started the the conversation um, at the time that I would be in their location, starting to to get food from them. Um, but that was not where I had the whole conversation because it like the the time that I'm ordering takeout um, is often some of their busiest time, and they need to focus on other things. Um, but having that um, initial intro to um, at that that point of where you're connecting with them, um, I I use it as a way to um, hey, I'm a local entrepreneur working on um, learning about um, how uh, you're, you're learning about ways that can be more efficient for um, your packaging costs. Um, is there some time that I could connect um, with, a, with a manager here or owner to, to discuss um, what problems you're currently facing um, to then find uh, points in time where I can return and talk to them on a, a more one on one basis where their life isn't as hectic? Um, and then uh, engage with them uh, in, in a person-to-person -person without um, 50 people behind me. Um, it's certainly start with being cognizant of their time um, and then uh, find ways that you can um, still, even with you engaging, it's, it's important to, to walk in knowing what you want to ask, um, not just um, being there and, and sucking up even more of their time. Um, be direct to the point. Um, and know what questions can benefit you, but also um, look work to to learn um, and uh, provide a solution that can can really benefit them. Yeah, valuable, like it. Okay, um, uh, when you get this information, uh, you give this information to the owner uh, and how to convert to suitable format. Uh, for example. I often get uh, some uh, data from online tools, studies, and I know that I can't use all of them. Uh, it's better to convert to a suitable format uh, to my clients. Can you tell how do you convert or uh, provide this information? Uh, because customers uh, can um, tell something that uh, business owners can't do it. For example, uh, we can't do anything, but uh, how to prioritize and uh, convert to format that uh, can help to develop and innovate products? Yeah, no. Uh, so one of the um, one of the key ways that it helps with customers to um, start to, to work on work on selling potential customers is by um, certainly having more than one avenue um, of attack that you can work towards um, providing a benefit um, in their life. Um, so um, it by engaging with them and listening to, to who they are, um, you can start to understand um, what, what items are more um, important to them um, in their journey. Um, so with, with Reuser, we're looking to... Reusables have been proven to, to not only... Uh, reduce waste and emissions, um, but also save people money over time. Um, so there are some people from the environmental standpoint that will, the, that's what they're focused on, that regardless of the price point, they're willing to pay anything for that. Um, and uh, because it is better for the environment, and that's, um, that's what we can hammer on as being uh, 100x um, better than um, the, the single-use alternative. Um, but the it, there are some people who it uh, they're really strapped for cash and it, it's really important for them that whatever solution that they that they use it's not that they don't that they wouldn't be and want an environmental solution in an, in everything equal scenario but 
the money thing is very important to them because they they only have um, a limited amount of funds. Um, so by being able to uh, to talk to them about a solution that could uh, that works to solve their their needs uh, directly um, is the best way to to really engage and connect and um, uh, form a solution or work with a solution that can then go to to benefit even more in other areas. Mm -hmm. Got it. Okay. Uh, that means you learn uh, their needs and uh, provide solutions or uh, tell uh, the business owners uh, what kind of solutions we need to provide uh, to satisfy their intent. Am I correct? I, yeah, I would start with learning what their needs are. And so start with listening uh, to, to how they operate as a business um, and understanding like um, what sort of sort of costs that they're currently facing um, and what sort of um, oftentimes it, it can uh, sometimes it's it's harder to, to dig into sometimes it um, you run into to clients that they're they're not open with they're they're just so busy that they, they might not want to engage but oftentimes if people have real problems and um, are really looking for a solution they're pretty open about what their what their problems are so if they're they're really short on time they'll let you know that that um, this is my my time is getting eaten up by by x y and z um, i i'm trying to do my best at this point but i i can't uh this is what's what's eating the my majority of my time or um i am uh money is one of the ones that's a little bit harder to have a conversation about if it's if something's too expensive then people might not be um, as as open about it as for, at first, but um, by continuing to engage and understanding what sort of costs that they're that they're currently facing, um, either by um, asking them directly or, or doing your own research on the side, um, it can uh, you can start to understand what sort of solution uh, might might best fit, uh, and at, and then also like at the end point, it's not just like. Uh, listening, but if you can then, um, what I did was at the end of my conversation, um, I turned it on my head and proposed a potential solution to see if they might be interested in that. Um, and based on their feedback, um, helped me gauge if I was going down the, the right route with what I was doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, valuable, interesting about that. Uh, you mentioned about environment. Um, that means you can tell customers that they can help to improve the environment or uh, um, the, uh, does it help to uh, sell products to grow business or uh, uh, you have another goal with that? Yes, uh, so it, I think it, it certainly helps. Um, and actually, um, we're, um, I came across a recent uh, study um, by a, a group that, that found that um, 75% of millennial customers now are willing to pay more for an environmentally friendly solution. Um, so it um, that um, Gen X was still uh, a majority of customers were willing to do this, but millennials, that's three quarters of people are, are willing to do that. Um, but it more and more people are waking up in the, in the midst of the pandemic that there's not enough being done to, to fight the plastic crisis, to make changes towards a um, preventing global warming or climate change and um, the increasing um, problems that are continuing to affect the planet. Um, so by 
having it in our mission that it's something that um, is a direct benefit of what we're doing. It is a direct, um, uh, it, is, it is our mission to um, save the planet and reduce waste um, one scan at a time. Um, that we're, we're really, uh, our focus is making sure that it's as, uh, as beneficial as possible um, in our solution. And before even going down this, we wanted to make sure that um, what we were what we were doing was going to be a benefit um, to the earth and society by um, before um, building and implementing this product. And fortunately, the um, we did the look at the data and it backs it up. Um, so it not only um, after only like five and a half uses, it starts to be uh, reduce emissions um, as compared to um, the the single use plastic containers and um, even compostables. Um, but it also, um, each of those uses of a container helps to remove a container that might um, get, get thrown out into a landfill or thrown into the ocean um, and then impacts um, or release more emissions or um, impact the, the ecosystems around that. And that's something that um, I'm super happy that our, our solution is working to, to solve on multiple fronts to not only um, save the... Uh, save emissions um, and reduce waste, but, but also be able to um, benefit the, the organizations that work with us um, by making their lives easier. Mm -hmm. Got it. And, you know, from my experience, uh, I, I see when you can help and support others. I mean, like when businesses can do it, uh, yeah, they can grow because customers love it. Uh, that means you can educate business owners about that or you uh, share uh, that uh, some companies can help to save the planet? Yeah, so it's uh, a mix of both. Um, so sometimes it's it's uh, there is an education component involved with this. Of, um, and that's, uh, unfortunately, there's so much information out there that uh, sometimes people, uh, it it becomes hard to access the the information that is is most pertinent to the individuals um that um by certainly whenever we're looking to to outreach to to other customers uh we want to have um the data and information that we can provide to them that makes uh that backs up what we're saying and uh is is true like so we have um so I, I talked previously uh, about the emissions, but you know that's something that we um, continue to to hit on in in all of our points. That um, the whenever uh, so we don't expect clients to initially know that um, reusing um, is better. Um, that that's something that um, has been uh, marketed throughout our um, throughout our world, like by by greenwashing and other metrics that. Um, there are eco-friendly options that, that are single use. And that there are some that are, uh, that's certainly not to say that there aren't more, some, some items that are, that are more um, environmentally friendly and uh, do like decompose better over time. Um, but there's still um, in the continued manufacturing of, um, of materials, um, that is actually where the, the largest emissions uh, occur with the manufacturing of new materials and the transportation of them to their, to their destination. Um, so by continuing to to use the same materials over time, um, they're they're actually um, saving money by by not having to um, to 
manufacture those materials every single time um, and pr produce new materials. Um, but also they're they're helping to um, avoid uh, that that item from end of life um, going somewhere that um, is going to uh, continue to release emissions or continue to um, just uh, continue to impact other other spheres of influence. Um, but also uh, going alongside uh, how we we work with with other groups as well. Um, one of the really promising things that I found is there are a lot of other businesses working um, working within this space to promote the environment first and promote people and planet. Um, and we've um, run across the, this group called the, the B Corp community, which are um, organizations that are committed to, as B corporations, that they're certified um, to be focused on plant, people and planet first, um, not just on profits, um, that they're, whatever they're doing, um, they're, uh, in their mission, they're directly working to, to solve problems that are going to, uh, to to help make the world a better place. And uh, it's been a really open community where people have been willing to to work together towards uh, towards solutions and making sure that everybody can help, can reach their goals. Mm -hmm. Got it. Yeah, interesting. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, uh, I usually uh, spend some time analyze about uh, such topics because yeah uh, i pay attention uh, uh, and um, uh, for even even in my family we try to uh, not to use uh, some plastic and something like this <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah um, i i don't care about uh, saving money with that because um, yeah i i wanna to leave this planet to the next generation yeah, I love your mission. Yeah, so uh, one, uh, on that that point, yeah, I think a lot of what we've been told and taught, like been taught growing up, was that recycling is the solution, and that you're going to, um, as long as you recycle, that you're uh, going to be going to be making an impact to uh, to make sure that uh, this this planet uh, remains remains vibrant. But um, unfortunately, our recycling solutions. Um, we're, have never been perfect and are certainly um, continuing, um, starting to become worse and worse because um, a lot of, um, as we continue to produce more materials as a society, um, we're, um, a lot of that recycling ended up just being selling these materials to other groups to then try to make use of. Um, so the United States previously, um, a lot of a lot of what they did in their recycling programs was um, sell their plastic um, and their um, recycled materials to China. Um, however, um, China in 2018 um, made a commitment that they were no longer going to purchase uh, plastic from the U.S. Um, and recycled plastic. Um, so um, this has led to a large um, backup within the recycling systems here. Um, a lot. Of a lot of the recycled materials are now um, getting incinerated versus um, getting put back into items. And there, there hasn't been um, enough uh, solutions as of this point working towards using those recycled plastics um, for more things. Um, they're starting to look like there's actually a market emerging um, to help um, within that space um, to, um, to utilize uh, those that, that material that already exists um, for new products have been fascinated by all the different, um, the, the fashion industry um, 
and like local uh, fashion groups have been taking it upon themselves to use these um, plastics in more products. Um, but as of now, there's still not enough being done. There's so much plastic being produced everywhere um, that is continuing to just go one way. Um, that we're we're working to do whatever we can to to help reduce, uh, help maintain. Uh, collect that end of life and uh, not end its life, but put it back into use where it can be used uh, more and more times. Um, but the uh, certainly along that, uh, one of the things that I think is um, most prescient in people, uh, some people's minds of the supply chain issues um, is actually just going to continue to have um, more and more effects on um, the ways that, that people get goods, um, the ways that people get single-use plastics at the moment um, or they're often uh, manufactured overseas um, and then need to to get transported to different locations. But um, we've already, in the U.S., we're starting to, to see some um, single-use packaging has um, actually not been available to um, in many places because of the massive backup um, in su supply chains and the ability to connect from one-to-one. -one. Um, so hopefully by having... Um, with reuse models and circular economy models, um, by being able to keep those materials locally and still being able to be used, um, we were able to to keep those uh, materials around uh, and that packaging in use for for more people to use. Um, and that's in in packaging, but also in a, in a lot of other spaces. I think we're going to start to see um, very soon um, more uh, de decentralized solutions um, for. Um, more groups manufacturing um, at home, um, trying to provide materials that, that can be used locally um, and needing to find locally ways to, to put those materials back to use once their um, their products are done. Mm -hmm. Yeah, interesting. Okay, uh, can you share from your experience how to uh, inform more? companies, businesses about uh, such problems because uh, uh, many of them uh, pay attention to their priorities, to grow revenue. Even it's not about revenue. Today we have a, a hard time, you know, uh, because of outbreak and many companies are surviving, you know, <laughs> they can't uh, think about uh, something like this uh, to save planet and think only government can do it. It's not their goal. And uh, can you tell how to um, inform them, how to provoke them to take part uh, uh, to, yeah, uh, for example, I know uh, um, uh, from my experience uh, that uh, companies need to pay more money with uh, new packaging, uh, with uh, other solutions, it costs more. But when they have this hard time, uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know, can you provide your insights how to uh, tell them that we need to do it and uh, yeah, and think about yeah, it? Yeah, um, that's it. No, it's a, it's a great question. Um, so we're, um, so I think we've started to see within the past few years the um, climate change has started to be at the and sustainability have been on the forefront of more and more people's minds it's a um it's an e even more prescient issue um that um and one of the things that's uh as i mentioned with that that stat earlier um it's directly um on the minds of customers um so if we're, if we're able to show that um customers 
are, are directly um, interested in this solution. Um, they're um, able to, uh, that, that they're not only just uh, interested in the environment, but willing to put their dollars towards um, solutions that are going to, to help the environment. Um, that that says it all for a lot of times for the business as to um, if it's solving other pain points, then uh, that if it's if it's still like on a comparable cost level or even um, sometimes more expensive, if that's their tar target market that they're looking to to go after, um, then they need to um, understand that that yeah that, that might be a little bit more expensive, but oftentimes the they need to be uh, willing to, to try um, different price points because oftentimes uh, companies can say that from from a certain standpoint, but until they actually like check the, that pricing, um, it's it's unclear as to um, they they might not know like what the the customer is actually willing to to pay for something. And um, at this point, we're starting to learn that everything has a cost. Um, unfortunately, a lot of those times um, the 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 cost is not exposed um, to the customer, so people might. Um, that's one of the the struggles that we've been been going through, and certainly something we're um, still still focusing on is um, with single use takeout packaging. Um, when people get food, um, they're not oftentimes um, exposed to the the fact that whatever package they get the that food in has a cost to that organization. Um, a lot of times the, the restaurant like includes that cost within the food itself. Um, but if by, by just knowing that um, there is some cost associated with the packaging that they're having to pay for um, and at uni the university level, it was enough to, to make it so that more people switched um, to reusables um, because they um, at so for, for example, at my, at my time at Wesleyan, um, we had um, we had both single-use takeout packaging option um, and, and, and a reusable package. Um, at the the organization, um, at, at a certain, I can't remember which year it was, um, but they started charging for both. Um, if you would, when you got the food, they had a specific charge on that uh, on that payment that was um, for the for the package, regardless of which type it was. If it was single-use, it was like twenty-five cents. And if it was reusable, it was five bucks. Um, even though the twenty-five cents is is smaller in in the person's head, they can start to see over time that hey, there's there's twenty-five cents associated with this. Um, I'm going to have to pay this every single time. If I then if that then becomes um, it, it, after only twenty times, you can the the person can see that it's starting to become uh, cheaper to use a reusable option. Um, than to to use a, a single use, um, and by um, more people being aware that there's costs involved, um, they can start to make that uh, understanding in their head that wow, it actually um, it would save me in the long run, in or save this group in the long run to actually to use um, some sort of uh, reusable option because um, even though I need to to purchase this upfront. It's I can continue to use this, and the reusables can even be used a thousand times. It's not just saving uh, uh, after just twenty; it continues to save through through its whole life. Uh, I remember uh, when Elon Musk uh, shares why Tesla costs more than an Alex, <laughs> and he uh, 
replied that uh, uh, if you use Tesla, you can save money uh, by uh, paying for electricity, <laughs> not for oil. Yeah, and uh, in the long run, for a few years, you can get the same price and to save the planet. Yeah, I think it's a great example to tell about uh, the long run. Uh, it's not about uh, the short uh, revenue or saving that you can get today. Yeah, interesting about that. Uh, can you tell uh, how people can uh, learn more about that? Uh, where do they need to... Uh, uh, I mean, for example, from, from my experience, I get much higher results with clients who understand SEO who uh, know the topic and uh, we can uh, cooperate as cohesive team. You know, we can provide much higher results, uh, ranking positions. Uh, can you tell how people can learn uh, about uh, such things? Uh, they need to Google, YouTube or anything else, uh, all the resources. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a, a very great question. Uh, so there's um, some good uh, YouTube channels that have started to um, one of the uh, cool ones is, is starting to look at, uh, so the Vlog Brothers have, have dived in a little bit um, talking about um, the, um, the, the different uh, emissions and impacts uh, of different um, items over time. Um, I think uh, there's a Economics Explained has done um, a little bit on um, how like the, the plastic crisis and, and how that's continuing to be an impact. Um, I wouldn't say there's like one great sort like sources uh, that I've been uh, continuing to pull from. Um, and I think uh, my my own uh, website we're are actually looking to, to set up a blog at some point to help uh, collect this information and uh, make it more accessible uh, to people in the future. So certainly be on the lookout for that. But um, we're um, I, I think by uh, making sure that you're looking at, at multiple sources, although it's difficult, um, is really the way, the best way right now to, to make sure that you're pulling your info information uh, and getting the getting correct information as to um, a, a full scope as to, to what exists and what's the, the best way, uh, best thing to do moving forward. Yeah. Thanks, James. Yeah, valuable, valuable. Uh, okay, uh, tell our audience how they can learn more about you, follow you, reach out to you. Yeah, so you can um, reach out to me uh, at uh, james at reuser.app um, or in our website is uh, www.reuser.app. Um, but also um, you can connect with me uh, on LinkedIn. Um, you can um, follow me on Twitter at um, at Reuse Revolt uh, and continuing to um, to look to, to spread the, the word about the circular economy and um, continuing to work on this fight to, to help um, reduce waste emission and emissions uh, moving forward. Yeah, thanks a lot for your time. It's a big pleasure to learn about that. I know it's a big issue and I uh, think I don't know about uh, the last studies, but I think uh, things are worse, yes, uh, the last time. And uh, yeah, uh, I think all people need to think about that, all brands, companies, 
uh, need to pay attention to save the planet for the next generation, for uh, existing generation, for because we don't know what uh, future will bring to us. Thanks a lot for your time. Big Can pleasure. I, I just just briefly? Uh, I want to hit on that, that point that you that you hit on there. Um, so um, I think branding has actually been um, a large um, thing behind um, why so many people have been um, still more reluctant with the. Uh, to stay on the single-use model. So previously, um, single-use packaging uh, or single-use packaging currently provides a really easy way for people to to place the brand on it and have it uh, stay within the uh, the user's mind. But uh, I'm really um, excited about what the potential that um, technology has brought to um, to make it possible for reusable branding. Um, so the customer, uh, one of the things that we'd love to I think that can continue to provide benefits in the future is if the customer can have a branded container um, that they um, that they take with them or branded packaging and then be able to bring that back. Um, they would still I still think that provides a, a massive solution to them. Um, still helps the the organization uh, that provided that that packaging previously reduce its cost by making sure that can be used longer um, and also uh, make sure that there's not a, another uh, package waste, wasted. So um, I think uh, the circular economy is certainly a, a provides multiple avenues. It's not just it's not just packaging. It's not just um, it's not just containers, um, but uh, branding uh, and the ways that uh, people can use that in the forefront with reusables as well, I think is really exciting to help um, show that in the front of people's minds as Hey, this can this package that I'm using is actually going to stay in use longer and is going to have an impact on the environment. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, thanks a lot for your time. <laughs> Big Thank pleasure. You for your time. Yeah, and uh, guys, listen us on Google, Apple, Spotify. You will find all uh, links that James Wilson uh, shares on this episode. Uh, open, learn more about him, and let's save the planet together. Let's do it. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.